Hey everybody, welcome to Ignorant Bliss. I'm Julian Lytle, the creator and host. Um, we have here a new episode with uh, Ronald Wimberly, my friend. As some know, he is a great and award-winning and nominated cartoonist, creator of Prince of Cats, Sunset Park, um, many other fine uh, graphic novels that he's worked on, creator uh, and editor and curator of the comics criticism or or art criticism newspaper lab the most recent one number four is out um this is the first time we've done an episode since the first one of lab came out since lab number zero came out i think in like 2018 uh here in this episode we talk about comics the medium fandom criticism uh economics of it and you know getting into some of his things of of moving or dealing with comics and and entertainment and then when we recorded this uh, uh things were happening in the world so there's a, there's some politic talk and state of the world as, as we start a new year and a new decade uh as things going crazy and we recorded this before he was um he was getting himself together to go to Anguillem in Europe as a whole. Uh, the goal is to record another one once he once he gets back, get uh get his take on his his feelings of comics post getting rejuvenated across the pond. I hope you enjoy it. Um, for those who would like to help support the show, uh, please like, share, subscribe. Um, you can listen to this on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, Blog Talk Radio, all types of places you can hear fine podcasts, as many different podcasters say. There is a Patreon that I do for myself that helps support this show and, and other things that I make. Patreon.com, Julian Lytle, uh, Ignorant Bliss Podcast at gmail.com if you want to ever write anything to me or talk about the show or send any questions of sorts uh igbl podcast uh is the twitter handle that's how you can you can find me on there plus my, my personal one is julian Lytle on all social media and thanks to all the patrons who do help support this show. Help me pay for things like server space and and other little round things I have to buy. And that's all. Hope you enjoy this episode. Have a great morning or afternoon, night, nap, work day, whatever. And peace. New Year subscription letter. I'm like, hmm. I like the magazine though; it's pretty. Yeah, man. Uh, <sighs> um, shoot, uh, I didn't even read that article, so like, I don't even know what it's saying. I just, oh, like, okay. I think that like once I saw it starts to be shared, and you know me with the comic stuff now, I kind of just like mute things. Mm-hmm. But I was like, does does Jack have been actually know what they're talking about in this regard? 
probably not. I'm a chill. Yeah. So what does it actually say? No, that's wise. Um, I think it's 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 talking about gentrification and uh, graphic novels versus floppies. Um, let's see how much of it I can recall at this point. I feel like part of their critique had something to do with just like the availability or like who's reading those, like who, you know, like what's being produced, like the aesthetic, you know, I don't know. I don't even remember, bro. Like okay. I read it and it was like out of my head, like almost immediately afterwards. But then I was like, I posted it on Twitter. I was like, you know, you guys should go ahead and like maybe allocate some uh, bread to cartoons in your paper then you know what I mean? like you know to mm. maybe have a comic section you know put your money where your mouth is you know if you got this great working class medium that you're lamenting you know what i mean like why don't you go ahead and you know and do that but there was what i remembered is what there wasn't which was like there wasn't what i would have expected or hoped from you know a sort of like materialist uh, analysis of, you know, what, you know, what happened with comics from the move from like, you know, uh, newsstands, um, uh, floppies, like the whole sort of, you know, um, how like, uh, the, the distribution models changed, you know, like mm-hmm. all these different things. And like, how that also affects like what um, I guess you could say urban environments are like, or, you know, so for instance, like, you know, can we talk about like the similarities between um, uh, the, the closing or like what it means for like newsstands to close or like, you know, magazine shops to close, like, and what that means in like, in terms of how real estate moves, like gentrification, all that shit, like a whole bunch of shit you could gone into, you know, sort of like, you know, um, I mean, bro, like, I feel like we probably talked about this a bunch. Uh, yeah. Maybe not on a podcast, though. Yeah, it's also interesting that a person would put out that, a post like that with, right now, with the young adult market popping for comics, and comics right. actually returning to a, a market or a demographic that is, again, becoming dominant children, and I don't I spent the, it's been like the most of my adult life talking about like why kids don't read comics and now we get to a point where kids mm-hmm. read comics and we got some old dusty great. person saying oh it's bad like well, well I feel like what I can remember about it was you know something that you hear a lot from this sort of uh, um, <laughs> white uh, uh, left um and far left sort of romance romantic notion of what you know the working class is and like you know sort of this sort of uh romantic construction of i guess what they would call um the uh the demos right <laughs> like the people you know what i mean like this sort of um weird fabrication of like you know, this working class person that doesn't really include like the breadth of just like, you know, 
it actually what they were talking about. It, you know, I don't you know I have it in front of me, but it, it felt like it perpetuated at times this sort of you know myth of who read comics anyway, right? And like um, I don't know, like some some like kid you know kid of a factory worker at a newsstand maybe you know what i mean like i don't, I don't even know man like and, and it's and its role is like low low arts you know, you know what i mean like you know like and that and that's what it was but it's like i don't know when we grew up right like all right you would go to 7-eleven and there were there were comics right mm-hmm. and that shit, they, I think, oh, yeah, they said something about middle-class values, right? Mm. Um, being sort of, like, middle-class values being what's showing up in these uh, graphic novels. But then it's like, when I think about when we were kids, like, um, just the economics of things, like how X-Men number one was, like, you know, had completely exploded. Like, they were printing so many of them. Like, people were collecting these floppy comics just, like, as commodities that they could you know, um, sort of hold on to that and like they would accrue value and all of that mm-hmm. shit. Like, bro, like niggas wasn't even reading the comics. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so it's like only the kids how, were how, and even they was getting multiple is, copies. It's crazy. Right. How is that not middle class values? Like that is like the Wall Streetification of comics. At least niggas reading these like graphic novels are actually reading the books, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're either buying it you know? and reading it, or they go to the library and they read it and they take it back and they get another one. Like, they don't, know, they're not worth nothing. It's in a fucking library, bro. Mm, hey, <laughs> hey. Hey. Like, it's just... You know what I mean? it's, Free information. Yeah, man, it's, it's comics is in a weird place as we start. We starting a decade like this, bro. Like, <laughs> already, mm-hmm. already. Yeah, but you know what I like? They saw the value in writing an article about comics. True, <laughs> right? Like that's what I take away from it. It's like, all right, y'all niggas want to talk about comics? You know, you really don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But I love that you see some value in it because, like, maybe whatever else you're talking about ain't really, you know, that interesting to people. You know, maybe you can... And, like, you know, it kind of worked. You know, I think a lot of people... It seemed like a lot of people had a lot to say about it. Yeah, had a, you know? I guess they had a but good dialogue. They showed their ass, though. Yeah. Yeah. When the troll works, I guess. Exactly. Yeah, what's up with you, man? Um, you know me, you know, doing some research. You know, I wanted to know about some YouTube channels that are pretty popular within the comic space, and I found out one is just where a guy just basically reads you the story, and I was quite taken aback that this is popular. Then I was like, oh, so you mean people who have are so busy that he created a whole new demographic for comics? There's wow, like, like being read comics. Re- Yo, just got the YouTube. I got the images on screen. I changed things so I don't get sued. And I I read you what happens. And then I guess if you interest, you What do you mean change it. things so that you don't get sued? He takes all the lettering all out of the, the bubbles and, and stuff like wow. that. Wow. Like, so you can't read the comic in the video. 
And he's basically he's paraphrasing what's being said. And you know, you know, he's you know, he's doing crops and stuff, and I'm I can't I'm not knocking the hustle, but I'm really sitting here I was like, Oh, this is popular? Like for real? And he got YouTube they got the subscribers and it's like, yo, I guess if you can't if you can't afford to read all these five dollar comic books, but you right. still wanna keep up. And really, I guess it's not hurting nobody. It's kind of free marketing because it's like, yo, you should go buy this. And then I don't, I don't even know where this fits. But I have a question, right? I have mm-hmm. a question, man. Like, I wonder how much it costs. You know, like, I wonder what the margin is for comics. You know what I mean? Like for big Marvel, because it just occurred to me that they're soap operas, right? Yeah. And it's like, you want to keep up with your stories, right? And then I was thinking like, but growing up, ain't nobody paid to watch a soap opera. You know what I mean? But like, you you know what I mean? You definitely watch like a grip of commercials, right? And so then it just got me thinking like, well, what's the margin on these comics? You know, like, because they still have ads in them, right? I haven't, yeah. I haven't read a real comic in years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they still, they, they're still ads. I think they kind of put them in the back. I'm not sure because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't read that many uh, comics off the rack. Mm. I'm either reading digitally or, you know, uh, in a way that some people don't like and, or like mm. people give me comics. I read a lot of comics because people just give me comics. And they're in the trade yeah. format, so it's like I don't I don't know where the ads are, but I know this five dollars is not a sustainable for even four dollars is not sustainable for comics to me. Not when I spend two dollars a month to Viz to go read Show and Jump, even though we're like a tertiary yeah. market for it. Or even right. still like I know, right? <laughs> like, bruh, Apple Music cost me fifteen dollars. That's because I got the family plan to like put my like aunt, uncle and my cousins on other than that it's ten dollars like you know how much music i listen to in a month like mm. and like i i it's weird because then i got the disney universe app not disney um the, the dc universe app they got mad mm. comics on there i paid them 75 dollars for the year i don't re- like i can read comic books a year old like i don't even stuff don't change that quickly that like i can't find out the big high plot points to know like the direction the editorial is taking the universe that I probably don't agree with, but mm. the cost, the return on investment in, in superhero comics at this point is crazy because they're not even like beautiful objects. It's like when you buy like an indie comic or even like something from uh, Fanta Graphics or something, it's going to set you back. But it's an object that's like. Oh yeah, this joint gonna look fly. You know, somebody gonna ask me about it. We could talk about it. The paper's nice. Mhm. Oh yeah, and I like to look at them. Like I keep them out. You know what I mean? Like, you know how I got my little magazine right yeah. now. You know what I mean? Keep all my little zines on there. You know what I mean? It's nice. You know, pick one up, look at it, just to have it. You know, just to look at it, to touch it, or whatever. Like I got this one that I got from. Uh, I got from uh, Printed Matter. The other day we had a signing over there. This joint by Ben Marcus, Crisis Zone. It's like a little one color, 
two color joint, like manga style. It's like, oh, this is nice. To, this is like a, going into a little, an alternate universe, you know, and the, the materials are great. Like, this looks great, you know. But yeah, when you pick up those really flat, like flashy, you know, I almost want to call them oily. You know what I mean? Like, they feel oily. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, gloss on it's it. like, it, yeah, it's just like, it's so detached from the materiality of you know comics you know what i mean pretty gross like but i mean you know to each his own or their own yeah but yeah, yeah, yeah. like nah there there isn't like you don't like why why keep that you know what i mean it's like why would you keep you know what's something else like that i don't even know yeah no, like, I don't... it's not a, an object that you want to keep you don't really want to keep it like the whole value is just that it's letting you know what happened this month right in this narrative yeah and it's it's weird because we're like 20 years into this and like comics is still like i can't just pick up a comic and get a story nah like at all like you know it's not an achievement it's (laughs) It's it's, not an achievement to keep it going like that if you can't you know it's not an achievement if it just becomes this thing where like you know (laughs) <laughs> zombie of a story where you can't pick it up like that's one of the oldest things about like the old cartoons and shit too it's like you watch an episode it's like oh okay that's what happened to spider-man but then also there's a grand arc you know what i mean like the people are coming in and out of this character's life and different things are shaping this character's life but you can just jump in and enjoy like you know the typical day of your neighborhood you know spider-man or whatever you know yeah, and you know there would probably be people that are like, oh, but you can't. It's like, and I, and I'm like, nah, fam, I did this too long. Like all the stuff you saying, I I can see. Like I'm like Neo, I'm already looking at the Matrix. It's like, nah, it don't work that way. It's like when when we talk about like random, like a random new chapter, One Punch Man could come out, right? And it's like, mm. oh, this is dope. But you figured out like it's dope, but it has nothing to do with the main story. Like it's just like I just right. want to focus on this random hero that's fighting one monster. Okay. Right. Like that do be killing me sometimes, bro. And I'm <laughs> like, yo, what the fuck? But I want to know what's gonna happen. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to the point where this motherfucker punch somebody again. <laughs> it do, but when it happens, you know? it's like, oh, we here. Oh, Because <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, he's got like two drawing tables, and one of the tables. It's just him working on that on that one punch for like a month. You know what I mean? It's just like a two page spread. You know, maybe like a couple spreads. You know what I mean? And it's like okay, but he's got to draw every little rock. You know, he's got to draw like all the splatters up on the wall. Whatever little sequence is almost like a a hand drawn storyboard. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he's got to spend his time on that. And in between that, he's doing like whatever. You know, man, when are we gonna see? the heroic dog character again i missed that yo like you know the nigga in like a yes. dog suit the dog yes yeah yeah uh dog man or whatever like uh i feel like dog man might be he's you know a, like he's, he's definitely an extra level of power you know <laughs> like <laughs> like garo got his ass beat by <laughs> like it's like i could yeah i could do it like he just i'm like yeah. that's he the real shaking his hand right <laughs> <laughs> And the fact that he acts like a dog is what makes it awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, I'm like, I, thinking yeah. like there's, there's so many people that, like, have it. They're like, you see, like, a little bit. It's like, oh, like, now you like you just seen, like, the big, bald, black guy that, like, the muscle. Right. The, 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 the <laughs> like fitness I'm model, terrible. dude. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. 
And it's like, yeah, like he like he like flexes it like the monster get destroyed. I'm like, he just a dude with a speedo on. You know what I mean? Like, like it, it, it's true though. Twenty twenty nineteen, and like just being a strong black dude <laughs> is like a power in Japan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. They still haven't got past that. Yeah, I'm gonna let that slide because I love the comments so much. But like, I know, right? Bro, it's, it's it's 2019. You know what I mean? Like, come on, now. come on. You know, we don't have all these other characters too. Y'all see that? Come on, man. It's like, I get better with that. But at least he ain't get on pump. He ain't on, he ain't get soft. He ain't get pumped nah. out or nothing. He was nah. just like flex. He literally flexed on him. This is crazy. Right? <laughs> literally flexed on him. I love it. Oh yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's thinking it's, about comics, man. Comics, comics, comics. Mm. Like, man, I haven't even read. Like, actually, that's a lie. I've been reading. I've been reading one old series, and it's a it's a chore. You know, what's I, that? DMZ. It's a it's a chore. Oh shit! Right, 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 right. Yeah, you were telling me about it. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'm seventy. I'm thinking I'm seventy five percent through, and man, that uh, does not hold up. That does not age well. Yeah. Who would have yeah. thought twenty fourteen would be that dramatic? Right. It wipes out everything yeah. else from early two thousand, from two thousand to twenty tens. Like, push it away. <laughs> like, no, you're, all your thoughts are wrong. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, these, I mean. The thing is, no, I was like, things. Are, I guess things were good enough that we could let it slide back in like 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010. Like, man, eh, you know, we doing all right. Black person's president and all. Yeah, yeah, uh. Looking back, you're like, ooh, you got all this wrong. Yeah. Interesting concept. Yeah, nobody was wrong. That's the thing. That's what I was about to say before. I was like, at a certain point, it's just like, it's just, it's just the premise, right? The premise is strong. Everybody likes that escape from New York City. You know what I mean? Like, every, you know, people tend to like that shit. You know, like, um, what is it? Born in Flames or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. anything where New York City is in, like, sort of a post-apocalyptic state and it's, like, cut off. Born in Flames is actually is a lot better than, I mean, of those, like, Born in Flames might be the best version. Uh, but like, yeah, you know, like that people are into that shit. You know, part of the Ghostbusters movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, like people love people love that shit. And I think DMZ is just like a version of that. And like, it's it's crazy. You know, I don't think the motherfucker deserve any credit at all. But if I were to give them credit, I'd be like, well, okay, so um, ain't nobody was like doing, or actually, you know what? No one got the platform to make that idea at that scale. You know what I mean? And that's part of it, too, is, like, you realize at a certain point, you start to realize, like, how much of it is motherfuckers having good ideas or how much of it is it, how much of it is just some motherfuckers get the platform to put the idea out. You know what I mean? And, like, I think that was the case with this motherfucker in particular, like, a ton. And what's crazy is, too, is, like, when you have the ability to sort of, like, um, attach yourself to uh like some of the cream of the crop artists you know what i mean like it's pretty broad bro you know what i mean trojan horse shit like that's how i felt you know at the time 
when I was working over there, it's like, I got so many things put in front of me where motherfuckers was like, oh, you know, like, why don't you want to work on this? I'm like, I don't want to be a Trojan horse, bro. <laughs> like, I don't want to be a black artist on a book about black people written by some, like, white dude who, like, doesn't even know black people to observe them. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not, I don't have any problem with people using their imagination to write things. You know what I mean? Like, you know, nobody out there is like a Norse God, you know, you know can shoot lightning bolts from a big ass hammer, but they can write this shit. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, but it's like, I, I, I find it like just grotesque and perverse that people want to, um, capitalize on the spectacle of like diversity or like someone else's story and they haven't even they don't even you know what i mean like you, yeah they haven't even stepped outside of like their particular safety zone to like observe or to even imagine like other people's lived experiences which is like i think an artist's job to do you know but anyway i don't know i'm rambling yeah I agree, though. It's kind of, from I guess from our position, we always have to, you know, it's the, it's the old thing when they say black people have to know white people mm. better than white people to a degree and ourselves. Mm. But even that alone, it's just like, you know, we've had the, the ability to access many different settings, you know, mm. different types of white spaces and Latin spaces and Asian spaces and it helps. It helps when you're in those spaces to really get an actual better 360. If you can't get close to a 360 view, at least a more complete, complete view or more pieces to the puzzle of how the world works than some other people do. Mm. Yeah. I'm also thinking like yeah, I'm gonna like, imagine. <laughs> yeah. Some some sort of purchase on it. Like, where, where we? Where do you think the superhero is gonna go in these next ten years? Because I don't know if um. Wow, that's an interesting question to ask me, right? Cause yeah, like, yeah. Because I don't know if um. I don't know anything. I don't know if the comic <laughs> is gonna is gonna survive. Like the can the comic as we read it now, because it's like I don't think you saw the movie, but I saw that Endgame movie, and I was like, I don't know the I don't see the the purpose of reading superhero comics anymore. No, I saw it. That's the one where they kill um, Thanos, Thanos, right? Yeah, like everything that I've read in comic books, they was able to do on screen. Mm. And people could say different. It's like, but nah, like they got the budget. Like when they say like comics have an unlimited budget, well, so does Disney. And mm. like right. that's way more. <laughs> yo, they got an army of people making this image. So it's like, I enjoy it well, way more. Thing, though, right? Here's the thing though, right? Like, um, they have to workshop those images. You know, like I would say the one thing I would say is different is like, we would never have gotten Spider-Man if they had to put all of that fucking resource into workshopping what he's going to look like. Like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, just, you know, like we're, you're just never going to get to that point where you're like, nobody's going to take those chances, you know? So like what you have is the value of say, um, what is it? Uh, is it Mara does like a superhero book, right? For Image? Or no? Mm -hmm. Who is it that does the one? Copra. 
Oh, Michael Fife, he does it. Is it Image or I know it's yeah. Independent or something like? I forget. Yeah, yeah. It used Coke. to come out from. Yeah, yeah. It used to come out from um, the Bergen. I feel like Bergen Street Comics mm. used to put it out. But anyway, fake, um, uh, fake yeah. Squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know for me. I know it supposedly was like yeah, uh, kind of a take on something that already existed somewhere. Um, Suicide Squad. Uh, but the fact is, is like it's bootleg. They can do a bunch of weird stuff with it. They can even do stuff that actually doesn't work in like as represented in our world. You know, like things that only work graphically. You know what I mean? Like, I think, for instance, um, you and I are big fans of a certain supervillain who's yet to have been like kind of captured properly on screen. And sometimes I wonder if it's just like just way more powerful as like a graphic image you know what i mean which is you know you know dr doom you know what i mean like i think graphically even even people who try to do realistic versions of it in you know floppies and comics kind of lose that sort of essence you know what i mean like something like hellboy right like the difference between the first hellboy film which like this is a matter of crap right um and like the second I can't say like I've watched the entire film, um, and I don't think I will one, ever right? be able to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I know mean, if I'll, I'll I ever mean, be able to say that. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Like, cause it just looks like it's just like a waste of time. But yeah, my my bad. yeah, but like that's like a but like you know what I'm saying? Like that is like this sort of realist approach to the material. You know what I mean? Like realist in terms of like how they're going to present it, like the the budget of what they're going to put into it, like, um, where it's not actually, I'm not sure it is what it is outside of, like, it's graphic, you know, how it's represented graphically. Or else you just need to make the filmic version, which is, like, what I feel Guillermo del Toro was um, doing, right? Like, okay, I'm going to make the filmic version of this. And I think maybe what you're saying is, like, the filmic version of these superheroes is actually a better native than like the comic version. Then what is the current comic version? Not comics right. history see. ever. I'm saying right. for the, the bulk of what's being produced now, now. with those characters, what they're trying to do, the movies have executed it's R&D. better. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's even that it's like, it's it's like uh it's like when we see Chase when he draws one of the characters. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you did it. But like mm-hmm. look at the way he did it. Like I can see that as a cartoon. Like that makes mm-hmm. sense now. Like oh right. like I can see what you really trying to do on this comic book page. And then I was right. sitting in the movie screen and I, I was like, Oh, the way that nigga Captain America hit this nigga with the hammer and they was going in, like with right. the fight, like Right. Oh, yeah, the rhythm of the fight. Like, this is what you was trying to do, but here they got like people who really do know how to do that stuff, and it was like, right. this not only this is the rhythm, and this is how it's gonna look best. And like, if per- people take keyframes, like, right. we're going to do what you want to do better with the style of what you want to do, not the like offshoots where people go into like the real cartoony method or different graphical approaches, but like. The month to month, eighty percent of superhero comics. 
not even what Michael Fife is doing with Copra, with his different take and working in with a bootleg and doing things you can't do. Like that, nah, you can't, you can't replicate that in a movie. But like, right. random Avengers comic number thirty six from two thousand eighteen. Nah, the-, the movie was better. All right, so if you ask me what I think superhero comics could go, which I'm not, I'm not sure that like um, I'm I actually I'm sure I'm not qualified really to give much of an answer for that, but maybe it's just interesting to hear, right? <laughs> Someone who has actually very little uh, knowledge about it or whatever to talk about it. I don't know. Like I want to be. I want to imagine what what it could be. Like a dope thing that it could be is like. Um, man, it would be interesting if <laughs> this is gonna sound fucked up. Like, I'm imagining in the future, uh, like, and this would be this would totally be the way that they would like um, destroy uh, destroy it, right? It's kind of like those old Warner Brothers stores or some shit. Like, you go into your little Disney Marvel store, and like, there's like um, there's the DVDs. You know, like, there's all the memorabilia and shit. And then there's, like, a fucking comic. Like, the comic could even be the catalog. It'd be for free. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it comes out, you go to the store and you get it. Or, like, it's a, it's some, you know, thing that they sell at the, you know, um, or they have at the park. You know what I mean? Because, like, really, these things are, you know, I, I feel like your boy, um, Scorsese, Scorsese hit the nail on the head when he was saying that the movies are more like rides than they are like films. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, word. And like, um, the comics have become something else too, right? Like, I don't know if they're comics. You know, I'm not speak about everybody, but like, um, I picked, I get them for free every once in a while too. And I picked up one like two or three years ago. And that's maybe the last time I've really gone through one like that. And I remember looking at being like, damn, like, actually, these motherfuckers can, like, draw. I mean, yeah, so, like, some really, you know, solid drawing in some of them. Solid in the sense of just, like, draftsmanship, right? I'm not talking about drawing, like, you know, an interesting drawing, like, mark making. But talking about, like, okay, this motherfucker knows how to... I totally understand the idea that this person is putting forward, right? Like, and they're doing a great job, like throwing a page up like balancing things out like technically there but then it's like in a weird sort of way more interesting as art than it is as like a comic like it's more interesting as like what the fuck am i even like what am i looking at like a piece of abstract uh expressionism you know what i mean like or some sort of a weird tongue-in-cheek comment on uh like late stage capitalism's tendency towards like fascist aesthetics you know what i mean like explosions and like you know machines fighting and like you know um futurist sort of like <laughs> spectacle you know mm-hmm. and i'm like um well like why if that's where it's going and if that also is kind of like it, it, it's part of a participation in the uh endless parade of the films like what is the best way what is the best way for like say disney to use them and i would i would think it'd be like yeah something kind of like the circulars that i get at home you know like just something to keep me uh interested in it as like our attention spans and like 
our ability to really kind of like um, discern any sort of a product that's put in front of us, like the value of it versus like the value of just our time away from it. Like as that becomes eroded more and more by like the constant uh, fucking bombardment of these images, I feel like these floppy comics would serve a greater purpose just like as that sort of a um, strategy. So meaning like even how they work in these comic book stores now where it's like, okay, so you need to have a dozen, however many Batman books, you know, just to take up the space on the wall. You know what I mean? Like just, okay, we need to get as much of this product on the wall. And like, that's the battle, right? Like visual real estate. I think like in the future, that might be the role that these comics play. Like, R&D, and also just, like, to let motherfuckers know, like, that Spider-Man is a thing, and uh, be into Spider-Man, because, like, there's a Spider-Man movie in development. You know what I mean? Like, so, so, that the, so that people know about it. But, like, you might not even need that if you have, like, Disney+, Plus, where I'm sure, like, it's going to replicate, even probably visually, what a... Um, what a comic book store wall looks like. You know what I mean? And it's like, so if you have your sort of uh, use, user experience uh, interface on your PlayStation or your Apple TV or whatever, and you've got like, uh, <clears throat> on that, you've got like Disney, Amazon, Netflix or whatever. Like, I think what will happen is um, maybe, maybe like, they even skip the interiors and it just becomes like uh, the covers. <laughs> you know, just like mm. keeping the shit in front of people. I don't know. I think like that's what it's going to be more about. It's like keeping the shit in front of people. Like they're, they're, they got to become like advertisement. You're like keeping you brand aware of the brand. You know what I mean? Like because at a certain point, old people who read in comics now, like superhero comics, I should say, um, it's like they're going to become less and less relevant, you know, like even how they relate to the characters as being from the comic books. They become less and less relevant. So like what a comic, the function of the comic is, is even different. like when do you even come in contact with material objects that, you know what I mean? Like and it's, they're not going to really, I don't know, maybe, you know what? They also start to just, maybe they just get rid of the floppies and start to package them. Um, as uh, graphic novels. And, like, um, I don't know, maybe they license them out, you know what I mean? Because, like, is it cheaper to have a publishing wing, or is it, you know, or is it, does it make more sense to just kind of like, okay, IDW does Spider-Man now, you know what I mean? Like, that's their model is publishing, right? So, like, yeah. let them put out a Spider-Man graphic novel, or you know, let them do like how they're doing with Ninja Turtles. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it's just like how you got people who make Spider-Man t-shirts. You know what I mean? Like, like Marvel, I'm sure Marvel makes, I don't know, like, does Marvel even make any of that shit? Like All little chockies and, and shit. Yeah, like little uh, toys and like shit. Merchandise yeah. and licenses, uh, most likely. Yeah. yeah. Like, what if the, pub, the comic book publishing becomes something similar, you know? Where, where it's like you already have the essential stories, right? Like, um, and, like, maybe you have, uh, when the movies come up, it's like James Bond. You know what I mean? Like, you know, there's nothing, 
these aren't based off of any of the books anymore. You know what I mean? Like, they retell the books. They just change the name sometimes. It's like, oh, yeah, I know this story. Like, they just redo the oh, same so, thing over and over again. So there is some sort of, like, story structurally, like, all of these different films have something, like, to do with the Ian. Yeah, whatever. like, if you actually, if you look at a, like, go, let's just stick with the new Bond, like, new Daniel Craig Bond. So the mm-hmm. first movie, Casino Royale, is Casino Royale, right? Mm-hmm. But the arc of James Bond where he's like a hard-head, uh, rebellious double-O agent until like the pinnacle peak agent where you get by the end of like Skyfall or really by the end, mm-hmm. yeah, by the end of Skyfall, that whole story is just Her Majesty's Secret Service. It's just spread over mm-hmm. three movies. Like, James Bond falls in love. James Bond loses his love. James Bond deals with such loss. He acts out. He gets his shit together. Like, like, like if people who really want to pay attention to these movies and, like, the stories, they just had to rejigger around. Like, James Bond was rebooted without people saying, like, oh, my God, it's a new James Bond. It was just like, if you pay attention, it's like, Oh, this is like the first four movies, but with with Sean Connery, but it's it's new, and with some with some Jason Bourne stuff injected into it, and it's cool, and it's unexpected, and you get like a really 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 great film like Skyfall out of it, but and it, it doesn't really matter anymore. Like it's just James Bond. Like you like you just said, it's just like it's just James Bond. Like only people like me really care, and I guess that's what I like is like. Maybe they need to work more like that in terms of like if you really really know, is this? But for the most part, you know, it's it's just it's it's James Bond or Fast and Furious. Like Fast and mm. Furious is Fast and Furious, but the first Fast and Furious movie is Point Break. It's the same movie, except there's a lot more black and brown people in it, and it's cooler for that to two for the year two thousand two thousand one. We cared about cars instead of surfing. Like, it was urban. Urban people don't surf because motherfuckers don't live near the beach. But they got cars, though. Like, it's the same movie. And somehow they took that basically untold remake, like, sly remake, into, like, a movie where a bunch of brown people saved the world from, like, super evil hackers. And you got black Superman fighting the rock in, in the transporter. So bust it then, right? Like, does it make sense that, um, so granted, given that, does it make sense that like, there are no new James Bond books, right? No, there are they, no they new... try, they try, and, but I don't think they matter. Right. So like, so my point being like, there don't need to be new comics, right? You, you could just essentially... Every generation tell the same story as they have kind of been doing, right? Yeah. With like a different, you know, and it it could be it could it could work. Ostensibly, you could just keep going. It's like you know how many you could probably come out with. You could probably tell the um, I don't know, like the story, any of the Greek epics, right? You could tell like once you could go through the whole thing, you know, like. Ulysses gets a fucking movie or several movies. You know what I mean? Like 
Hermes has his little offshoot. You know what I mean? Like, you got the Titans. You know what I mean? You could do that six years, right? Over the course of the age of, like, the prime age of whatever characters, like, before, you know, the old ones die and before the young ones look middle-aged or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you could do that every six years and start over again. Like, why couldn't you do the same thing with the Marvel universe? You know what I mean? Like, which in a weird sort of way... I'm I'm thinking they I mean they've done it with Spider Man right, kind of like well I want to say this is like I guess that's the big difference and there's still this constant debate like when people say DC is corny versus Marvel, it's like that's DC's mo like like they like we're just gonna reboot the whole thing and mm-hmm. we're just gonna tell some of these stories in a different way, like for people who are old who still read these books every time all the time, you're like. Man, like it's the same story, but I'm somebody that's like sixteen who didn't read a comic in nineteen eighty five, you know, hey, we just we're gonna do Batman Origins again. You know, like there's uh-huh. cell phones in it now. Like, you know, it it, it works. It's just it, it's interesting the type of uh cultural mind space Marvel has over things that I've seen replicated from the comic space into the movie space. Like mm-hmm. you know, when when you have when I have these conversations with people, it's like, well, well, people just need to do it like Marvel does it. I'm like, yo, like that is, like that's not what I want to see. Like, I don't want movies to be like what they done with though. Like, I don't want, I don't like, like I don't like the fact that the Marvel movies are like a basically expensive TV show that you pay, like every quarter mm-hmm. you pay for an episode and it costs you like fifteen dollars, and. Mm-hmm. And it's the same method that, like, Stanley perfected in the 60s of, like, oh, we're going to tell all these stories, we're going to put these little threads, and then eventually they're all going to come together and do something. And it's smart that they did it. Like, I can respect, the, I can respect the, the business acumen. But I'm like, now you get to a point where, like, Scorsese got to come out the hole when he's promoting a movie and say, like, uh-huh. yo, we in danger. This keeps going in this path, and we won't. We won't have nothing that people seem to forget that the Marvel method led to a point where they they messed up the industry and comics never really recovered. So mm-hmm. is that something you should copy? Like mm-hmm. no one really sits down and like like, yo, the Marvel way led to doom. Mm-hmm. The industry never recovered. Not literal not 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 the character. No, but like literal like doom. The... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know, like, I don't have, I haven't, you know, I haven't taken the time to think about how it fits into the arc of, um, you know, what else was also happening in, you know, economically around that time and, like, how it maybe affected it. But it certainly seems that way. Yeah, yeah. It certainly seems like they made a lot of bad, you know, in terms of, um, kind of like weird sort of economic warfare <laughs> you know like trying to trying to like trying to control distribution channels trying to all like really trying to hack the way that people uh interact with the the medium at the time at least in terms of superhero comics yeah and it, it seems like some of those practices are, are being replicated I, I worry about this disney plus thing in, in regards to uh the television shows like you needing to actually watch the television shows to understand the movie. Mm. Like 
when I was younger, I always thought, I always wanted somebody to experiment that way. And I th- I heard the story of uh, Stephen King's like Dark Tower, and they were like playing like, oh, we can do a movie, and then we can do a show, and then you do another movie, but you gotta watch the show to get the movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, the way people talk about these books, and the way they kind of like the way he wrote it, and it kind of has tendrils of some of his old books, like The Stand and this that and the third. It's like, all right, that might mm-hmm. be the only way you can actually figure out this property to do it into a way that. It's interesting for people to watch and for the fans of it, and even for the writer to be like, okay, you pulled it off. Good job. This works. But now we get to the point where it's like the idea didn't work. Like they didn't do it. And then like we get to this point of Marvel, like, oh, well, how do we keep people, you know, like the Marvel beast and the Disney beast coming together is like super dangerous, right? Like, like it's, it's it's at odds to me from the the Warner's DC beast because you can always say like yo Bugs Bunny was never that same type of like ominous like you need to come visit me in my park and spend all this money <laughs> like you was like oh no like Bugs Bunny's that dude you know what I'm saying he he gonna get the upper hand on somebody or like mm-hmm. or it was, you know those got to a point you know Superman's corny you know mm-hmm. and it just seems like. Now these ideas and these battling these giant corporate battles for attention and dollars and exploiting different modes of consuming because everybody was like, let's cut the cord. And I tried to tell people, if you cut the cord, there's going to be a response. You should just kind of keep cable. And then like uh-huh. internet price gone up. Because you don't pay for cable, and now they're gonna make you buy a bunch of streaming services, and they're like, "But yeah, I just borrowed the passcode until they can stop you from borrowing the passcodes." <laughs> like, oh, Julian, why do you like why do you download stuff on BitTorrent? Because like you don't have it. Like even if you buy it, you don't own it. And yeah, I, it's pretty. That's what's really frustrating to me. And I, it's like I need to make sure I have certain films, you know, and at least in some form, because it's like. You never know when they snatch them away, you know. If they stop making the disc, how you gonna do it? Like, how you gonna have these things? Yeah. And it, it's yeah. it's like you know that's a, a problem I have even with the the current trend of the younger artists versus Adobe and the and the price of practices. I get people not liking the prices of practices, but like the yeah. fact that you thought you own the software is like that means you never read that agreement when you bought the software. Like you don't own shit. You never own shit. Like that's not how this works. But I know I'm a weirdo. I was a person in the in the computer lab reading all the user the the license agreements that the school paid for the software for. Like it's a hustle, and I don't want to steal these these programs no more. It's just cheaper to me to pay these people money. Mm. Like people like people forget how hard it was to be a pirate. Like <laughs> like it wasn't it wasn't an easy thing downloading all these files, putting them together. Getting serial numbers, serial number makers, uh, <laughs> things to uh, like. I don't have any comments on that. <laughs> no, like it is what it is. Changing the no nodes comment. and yeah. you know what I'm saying. So it, yeah. when it pings no back and if people want to act like all this stuff is brand new, it's like nah. The computer started pinging back to home base in like 2006. Hmm. Like, cause I didn't have twelve hundred dollars to pay for Photoshop. They acting like Photoshop was thirty dollars. It wasn't. You liberated the app. 
you know, it, it was, it was, it was what it was, nigga. I had to cook this rock, so <laughs> you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of good stuff was made in the two thousands when people was just out here pirating. We got good music, we got movies and YouTube ideas yeah. and all that stuff. When, a whole generation of motherfuckers learned how to create things off of that. MySpace, you learn HTML, and you know, because you want to change the way your page look, and you found yeah. songs you never would have thought of, and you actually have them. Like now, you know, like sitting here trying to make a a, a playlist of the 2010s, it's like there's so many songs, it's like that ain't even on streaming. No way to put it on there. Like damn, some of these people will never know that bliss of that that random DJ mix. Ever, mm. yeah, kind of sad. It That's is. like for what? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 like, yeah. It's America Online all over again. I don't know how we got here. The internet was free until they like, <laughs> until like the App Store happened. Like, I love my iPhone, but man, that App Store kind of fucked everything up. Mm. You know, pre after uh, it was it was good times. Yeah. Yeah, it's like um it's definitely uh definitely building um how do I say this in uh how do I say this? Definitely building in like a <laughs> a fence, let's say, around the different ways of relating to um, this wild or like common space, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then charging people, uh, regulating it and charging people to be a part of it, you know, uh, sometimes kind of like making money off of it, but it's free. Yeah. But we want to spy on you and we want to use all your data to make money off of you. Yeah. Dang. But how's lab number four doing? You get good response uh, like in terms uh, of sales. You know, that's period. Like, did you give good response? Have you know you heard good things from people in response to like reading it? Is it you know is it selling? Yeah, I haven't. I haven't been out there. It seems like it's selling well. I mean, it's hard to tell because like the first time out, um, I got like a I got like a um, I got like a I got paid like I got an advance so I paid myself. You know what I mean to uh, to do the work. And this time out. Like, um, I'm only, you know, I'm only getting bread on the back end. So like, I, it's hard for me to compare, you know, just by revenue. And to be honest, uh, I've been so kind of like caught up on the writing that I'm doing, uh, like the movie stuff and like, you know, whatever, whatever that like, I haven't paid a whole bunch of attention to what, how it's performing. And I haven't really talked to many people about it. Like, um, kind of scale back all the internet shit you know what i mean like so i don't you know i don't post as much like um trying not to talk to people as much online <laughs> you know I mean? like trying to just like um particularly not just random people you know what i mean like trying to yeah spend more time being like present with the the people around me so i, I feel like i'll find out more how people are relating to the new one um once next year's sort of like conventions start to pop off you know uh i don't know man it's gonna sound like 
I'm excited to have it out. I don't really, you know, I, I expect or I hope the response to come in will come in how people are making things, you know, like will people make, will they be inspired to make something, you know, like I think I'm more interested in that to be honest. And I don't really, I don't know. I'm not, not stressing it too much right now. Like, um, there's so much for my, uh, my brain is just completely preoccupied with like a gang other shit. Yeah. Too. You know what I mean? So, yeah. you know, but, speaking, speaking of the, yeah. the thousand pound gorilla, you know, Prison Cast is about yeah, to be a well, movie, uh, for real, for real. Like yeah, Spike yeah. Lee is directing it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And it's public that you co-writing, right? Or, or do I have to edit this part out? Yeah, yeah, that okay. came out. Yeah, no, yeah, that came you. out. That came That's out. Good, yeah, yeah. You out here, yeah, so. screenwriter? You about to get in that WGA? You about to get them screeners next year, dog? You about to be watching movies for free like me? <laughs> you about to be? Yeah, I'm trying to get in the club. <laughs> I want to be in the club with you. You about to get way more movies. movies. You about to get way more movies, though. Yeah. You, about to be, yeah. you about to double up. You about to have people over to the club yeah. like, I got this. Don't spend no money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quiet as kept. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. How, yeah, how well, you feeling um, with that? You know, how are you, how are you dealing with this change? Like, yeah, it's interesting. I think like uh, you should ask me this question again uh, next year. <laughs> like after maybe maybe after the release because like i feel like a lot of the stuff that i'm doing the work is um i i remember talking to someone a while ago and like i feel like i'm taking my own advice around uh this whole process which is i was t- talking to someone and i used to tell him like yo you gotta just finish a comic you know what i mean like if you don't finish you don't really know what goes into it you know what i mean so um you don't know like kind of what the outcome is like you don't know the whole arc of it you know what i mean so like i feel like with this it's like i'm just doing a little bit of writing like i'm just you know seeing how all these things come together like i'm watching how the producers relate to uh spike like you know um, you know, I'm seeing what the, even the, um, the process is in terms of like the studio procedures, you know what I mean? Like, so there's a, a lot of things that I don't feel like I'm necessarily even, you know, like I don't, I got to see it all the way to the end to know, like to look back and be like, okay, so that's how that plays out. <laughs> or at least in one, in one version, like this is how that plays out. Um, so like right now I'm just, I'm excited, man. Like I'm, I'm doing the work, paying attention to the task that's at hand, you know, um, really on some, just like, uh, always just amused by the reality of what, what it is, you know, versus like what is imagined or what people pop shit about. You know what I mean? Like, kind of like, oh, well, you know, I'm working on this or I'm working on that or, like, research for a thing or, like, you know, all this shit. It's just like, I'm, you know, I'm going to keep doing it like how I was doing it, which is, like, not saying shit until the shit come out. Mm, (laughs) You know, and then we can talk about it, right? Like, because I can tell you the whole breadth about it. Right now, I'm just having, I'm having a good time writing. I'm thinking about, like, uh, 
how this relates to my comics practice. You know what I mean? Like, um, uh, when I have the time and when I have the money, it seems like I'll have more freedom to really pursue, uh, if sort of just like having a full belly doesn't kill that, that drive, you know what I mean? But I, I won't, you know what I mean? Like I won't have to worry about, you know, this time next year, I, you know, knock on wood, I won't have to worry about like an advance, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I won't have to worry about any of that shit. You know what I mean? Like, I'll just be like, okay, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to fucking do whatever the hell I want to do. I'm going to put this comic out however the hell I want to put it out. You know what I mean? Which is crazy. Cause like, it makes me really admire the people who already kind of do that. Like in the zine scene and shit, you know what I mean? Like they got their other job. Like it's not, you know, a fucking working on a show or working on a movie or something like that. But it's like, um, it's, it's another job and it pays for them to do what they do. And they have the, creativity and the bravery to like put out their work bro like what i want uh is to continue like my relationship to the smaller comics convention like that's how i see my life playing out like if i can have what i want like i'll continue to make like films and i'll put out comics i'll put out like a comic or two every year at these small conventions like if i ever if you ever catch me in a big joint it'll be to promote a fucking movie like i will you will never see my ass step foot into these big conventions like to to be a part of like the comics community there unless i'm working for some other shit because like i feel like the scale of it is just abrasive and antagonistic um it's just essentially Bro, it's just like the energy, I just don't be feeling it. Except for me, you know what? I'm a, I'm a lie. I'm a liar. I'm lying off of that. Because, like, if I'm there and it's just essentially me and you hanging out at New York Comic Con at the table for, like, however many hours I managed to stay in that room, <laughs> I, you know, I enjoy it. I don't enjoy the walk to it. I don't enjoy the walk from it. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy, like, anything else about it. But, like, when I'm just in, say, Artist Alley, just kicking it, it's pretty cool, actually. And, like, I, you know, what I would like is to have my little, you know, comic. I'm trying to do it on a scale, uh, you know, of motherfuckers who, younger than me, who I respect. You know what I mean? Like, you know, shit, man. Like, there's so many ill casts out there. Like, Ryan Cecil Smith, you know what I mean? Like, fucking Richie Pope. You know what I mean? Like this young cat I just recently um, got into, uh, uh, Sing Hans, uh, Jazz Giat, I think is how you say his name. Really dope artist, man. Like little people doing little books, man. Like things that are precious that like, you know, it's like you pick them up and it's just like, you don't even want to read them too fast because you don't know like when you're going to get another one. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, that's what I want to do. And like movies, is, I want to make movies. Like, I mean, it would be nice to make movies like that too. You know, that's what I'm kind of focused on. That's what I want to do. Is like, also, <clears throat> as the year moves on, or like uh, moving pictures in some shape or form. You know what I mean? As 
as time moves on, I want to like start to create original works um, in that format. And I'm already kind of like doing some of that now, you know, with Prince of Cats and also with, uh, there's other things that I'm kind of engaged in and working on. So, I mean, you know all of that shit, but I'll say what I can yeah. for the audience. Well, like, you know, um, all will be revealed in time. <laughs> yeah, all will be revealed. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's it. Yo. Yeah. Did you, did you see Atlantics yet? I still haven't watched it. Man, it, was, it took a lot to find, like, the time and energy to sit through Uncut Gems. And, oh, my and, God. It's so stressful. <laughs> I mean, it's stressful as yeah. fuck. Yo, I know I'm yeah, the only... And, I know I'm the only person that's like, eh, like... Like, yeah. I get it. I do think... I do think Adam Sandler deserves, like, every nomination. He deserves it. But... I, I just... Yeah... They're, the Safety brothers are my new uh my new Lynch. Like I just I yeah. I just don't like the stories they make. Like they make well crafted stories where I hate everybody in it. Except for like two people. Yeah. Like how I'm gonna hate Lakeith Stansfield. He's good in everything. Yeah. But they do know what they're doing. I got I give them respect. They know what they're doing. They was building tension. It was tense. It was tense. The whole movie was tense. Yeah. You know what that movie reminded me of? Well, it was way less tense. It was when our um, when our homie uh, Mike Berry took me to the Diamond District. Oh, word. <laughs> no, but that's the thing. That's why motherfuckers were talking about how much of a New York movie it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, it's got that vibe. It's got that vibe, like those couple of blocks right there. You know what I mean? What was that like? Um, it's like, like 30th. I I always remember it was like it was like thirty seventh or something. It was like thirty ninth and forty. Okay, okay. Like, like it's over there where the Nintendo store used to be. Yeah, or the Nintendo store still over there. Wow, you know more than me, but uh, but yeah, I was like, yeah, like I was like, it got it. Like, yeah, it's tits as hell up in there. Yeah, everybody do buzz you in. Like, I think that was around. Like, I think I went there like a couple years after that. I was like, nah, like you know the movie set in twenty twelve, and I'm like, oh okay, like. Nah, this is like it fits. Like it ain't not, it's authentic as hell. Like they really out here making like authentic New York movies. Like there's nothing mm. fake about their movies. Like nah, it's authentic as shit. <laughs> yeah. The same way, like you know, Woody Allen's movies or Scorsese movies or Spike Lee movies, those are all New York movies. Yo, these right these these brothers make New York movies with New York people yeah. doing New York things. Like it, hey, like. It's going to be interesting in the war season. I know that's for sure. Because I don't know if that movie really fits the uh, the usual Oscar paradigm. So tense. How do you mean? It, it, don't, it don't make you feel good at the end. Um, a mm. lot of people are unlikable. It's kind of, bra- it's kind of brash and hard. A um, lot, lot of... A lot of urbanness in it, to use the code word. A lot of blackness in it, you know, in terms of, like, the stuff that they're around. Um, we'll see, you know, like, with all the talk about diversity in the end, you know, them old voters are still going to pick, like, the Green Book to win some shit. Mm-hmm. So, you know. I wonder what's happening with the Academy, though, if, like, you know, if that old guard is shifting at all, you know. It's going to take time. 
Because they motherfuckers got to age out and, like, literally not be alive. And also, the thing is that people got to watch the movies. Like, sometimes people don't watch the movies until they make a big buzz. So, Uncut Gems might be straight because everybody's talking about Uncut Gems. Like, the critic circles, the actor circles, the billboard. Like, it is being promoted, you know? And my problem with Netflix movies is that they go away because, you know, they're on Netflix. And then, like, two days later, there's something else on Netflix. And everybody's talking about that. And nothing get a chance to really live. So we'll see how well the Irishman does. Yeah. What did you think about it? I still ain't watched this. Three and a half hours, bro. I don't got that much time. Yeah, Straight I up. didn't either. Straight up. I just don't have people like, you should just watch it in chunks. Like, no, nah, it's a film. It's not a show. Like, I'm not... Yeah. I'm not purposely. I might even be distracted while I'm watching a movie, but I'm sitting down for the whole, the whole movie. I ain't breaking it up in pieces. Like I don't feel like putting shit together. Like yeah. that's a TV show. But hey, the Golden Globes is tomorrow, and that's too damn early. But you know, I'm be tomorrow night. I'm be up to eleven, getting tight. Yeah, I don't really watch them. The awards show. I guess I gotta start now. Yeah, I start kind of paying attention a little bit, you know. The buzz, the talk, the conversation. You know, you know me. I've been reading the trades, and I ain't got no stakes in the game yet. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, you know. Yeah, yet <laughs> this year, man. Like I'm, man. I'm really. It's really interesting to see the state of the industry, though, man. Like, you see Portrait of a Woman on Fire? You got that yet, the screener? No. I wanted no. to see that. There's a lot of films that I didn't get a chance to see that I, I was unhappy about. Like, I'm going to try to watch this 1917 soon. Because yeah. I'm like, you do a World War One movie, but it's like one shot. I want to see it for the attempt. Like... I is it one shot? It's supposed to be one, like, like cut, like one continuous shot. So I'm like, I gotta see this. I wow. see he pulled it off. Like, I'm with it. And you know, that's a dirty war. That's the first, you know, quote unquote modern war. I gotta see how you gonna do this. Uh, there's that Dark Water movie with Mark Ruffalo, him like investigating some. Stuff. Oh yeah, I was curious about that you know, one. That kind of came and went because it's like, uh, this movie's about serious stuff. Let's argue about. Yeah. About Star Wars characters not being in the movie long enough. But okay. When does the backlash come? Like, when do... when is there a point where people just, like, completely over all of this shit? The Yoda and whatnot? You know what I mean? Like... No, nah, man. This shit's never gonna happen. Star Wars was, like, the first one to do this shit. This shit is a religion now, bro. Motherfuckers gonna fight over this shit. They, and I don't even want people to think I'm belittling shit, but... There could be motherfucking Star Wars, Sunni, and uh, and and Shia shit like eight hundred years from now over this Star Wars shit. <laughs> it could be real. Yeah, we didn't even Jedi talk about Sith. Iran, bro. We didn't even talk about Iran yet, bro. Donald Trump did the same thing MBS did to Khashoggi. Yeah. Except way, way, way more blatantly. Like yeah. MBS tricked this Bama into a house, and they did it. Trump had a nigga with an Xbox controller shoot a nigga like it's yeah. Call of Duty. With a missile, though. Not a bullet. 
C4 to your door, no beef no more. Like, that's some gangster shit. Like, not gangster, but literally, that's some gangster shit. Yeah. And it's dangerous. And now you got everybody talking about how he was a big... Nobody knew the fuck about this dude. Yeah. But he's the biggest bad guy. He's the biggest terrorist. Like, oh, we just going to call people's, like, basically joint chief, like, chief of, like, secretary of defense, like, terrorist now? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, that's... That's it's crazy. That's what we doing. Oh, okay. And Netanyahu was looking mad weak in Israel, like, two weeks ago. Like, he didn't yeah. really have a good... That's what coalition. I was thinking about yesterday. That's what I was thinking about yesterday. I was like, wow, like, this was... I mean, this, you know... Just even thinking about what this motherfucker did for himself to change his topic, like, wow, what's, like, how do we change the conversation in Israel right now? You know what I mean? Like, holy shit. Like, he was weak, and now he's going to be, like, yeah. he's going to be the Because they man. want a strong man right now. Yeah, because they need, they want someone to defend them from, like, you know. Hezbollah. From what they, yeah, what, what, they, what they are expecting, you know what I mean? What they've been expecting, but now they damn sure expect. Yeah, and it's something that they ask. That they, it's not even something where you know you see. I'm receiving things where like you know, Boris Johnson is basically saying in a, in the British way like this ain't this ain't the move, but mm. in Israel with the way Netanyahu talks, like we've been asking for somebody to kill this dude for years. Thank you. Yeah. So, like I I sit down and I really sit down and worry. Cause I know that uh, Israel and like Saudi Arabia and and us, the United States, are working on this like coalition to stop the growing influence of Iran. Cause they say Iran got all the little the militias and stuff going on in in in, in Syria and Yemen, and you know the stuff in Iraq. And then you got Iraq people kind of like they want everybody gone, but now I worry. It's like what's gonna happen is that. That Saudi Arabia can like big up a Sunni to take over again, and they just repeat the whole Saddam Hussein process because all that shit was was like a certain group of people in the United States putting somebody else in power in Iraq, and then we had yeah. he was good until like fucking eighty nine, and then he was the bad guy. So like I can see that whole thing start again because it all connects to that Sunni Shia shit. Cause Saudi Arabia yeah, I mean, it is, goes is back Sunni. to fucking 1950, 57, bro. And, and Sunni <laughs> and Shia back. go back before yeah. that. That's like a good thousand years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But so, I mean, like, here's the thing. It's like, you know, that shit been going on all through the Ottoman Empire, all of that shit. Like, you know, we can't really claim to, you know, like, how we look like, you know, involving ourselves in that. But, like, we definitely, we definitely go back to the fucking... You know the 50, coup to the put 50, the yeah. the shot in the power and shit. You know, what I mean, we go all the way back to that, and we've been sticking our little finger in that shit all the way back. Fucking Roosevelt's nephew, all of that wild shit. Was it Moza What How you say his name? Shit. You know, what I mean, like you know, all up. all the way, all the way, all the way back, bro. And it's like, um, it's crazy to look at what happens. To look at what happens is just like, man. I forget. Doom had this one thing about, like, he had this one line about asking somebody for their weapon, then then slapping them and telling them to get the stepping. 
And it's like, that's what this shit is like, bro. Yeah. Like, nobody, nobody in the Western world wants to talk about, like, how the shit jumped off. You know what I mean? And so it's kind of wild to sit here and, like, we, you know, it's crazy, bro. Like, I live here. You know what I mean? Like, shit goes down, like, you know, it against people, you know, here, like, this is my, this is my neighborhood, right? Like, this is, this is my world. This is where my family is. So, like, I actually care a whole lot about niggas picking fights on my, on behalf of me. You know what I mean? And, like, you know what? Look, I gotta, you know, I gotta keep my lights on, too, right? Like, so, it's in the name, you know, for me to have cheap fucking internet is in the name of, like, how we control resources around the world. You know, like, it goes back, 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 back. At the same time, like, don't do that shit on behalf of me, bro. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, or so that fucking British petroleum can have cheap uh, Iranian oil or, like, so that, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, the, don't do that shit on behalf of me, bro. Like, the weirdest thing is And that, please... Mm. Oh, my bad. I was like, for I guess for me, it's like, this is probably the first president where I don't think he's even hiding the fact it's not like before where they try to say this is for United States interest. And you, we all know, like everybody know, this is like Trump on some Trump shit. This is like nigga, this is about me. Yeah. Like this is the most blatant. Like this is about me. And he basically saw a lot of, like, like he killed the number two dude and say like, yo, you really don't want nothing, so don't do nothing. Don't do nothing. And like, what are you, ex- like nigga, you you started this is on some street shit. This is some real beef shit. Like. Yeah. You 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 what? You just gonna kill you killed dude in a whole nother country. It wasn't even like Yeah. Like how's Iraq supposed to even like deal like yo, you just go are you just murdering people in our country? That's the same shit with Turkey where NBS was like you just Y'all just killing niggas in our yeah. country now? You think that's okay? And it's like the gall of these motherfuckers, it's like I was watching some Vice News shit and motherfuckers was talking about Iran like they Nazi Germany or some shit. And I'm like, so you you making this narrative already. Like, if they Nazi Germany, then I'm noticing the news is like, oh, they doing naval drills with Russia and and, and China. So y'all really out here trying to craft a narrative of a redo of World War II with like similar setup but different players. It's gross. And nobody's really figuring it because now it's because of social media. I gotta, I gotta scan through niggas making dumb jokes because they shook. And 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 news organizations openly, everybody becomes kind of like versions of Fox News now. Like all y'all yeah. niggas is towing the line all of a sudden. Everybody towing the line of this. They ain't killed nobody over here. They might have killed nope. one contractor. Maybe, like one random nigga with a job. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, man. This shit is disgusting. It makes me more into a capitalist because now I just want to get some money just in case a nigga gotta leave. That's it. <laughs> it's just like, like I know there's good things, I know there's bad things, I know the system's fucked up, but in the end, like, yo, if you can't leave at thirty seconds flat when the heat is around the corner. I got, I got, got to get my money up. That's it. Put my shit in a fireproof storage and just be like, I'm out. I'm going to this nice place to safe for a while. 
It's fucked up. My bad. <laughs> no, man, you know, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what to tell you. I can't say I, you know, agree or disagree at all when it comes down to just like, I don't know, either either you're going to get away by that means or you're going to figure out a way of stealing away, you know what I mean, escape. I mean, the... It's fucked up, man, because it's like um, sort of just the complete moral bankruptcy of, like, the state to the point where it's just like, you know, living within it and not being able to fuck with it at all, bro. Like, not even coincidentally, you know what I mean? Like, just, and thinking about... I don't know, man. Like, it's it's a lot to think about right now, bro. Like, it's a little it's a little too much. Like the world that we live in, and then it's like also work, walking around and you know, not knowing like who the fuck actually sanctions this shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's like more and more you see like the mad shit that people have done. In the past, just be seeing mad reasonable. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> like, geez, bro. Like, I, I don't know. I do feel like sometimes I want to get the fuck up out of here. Because, like, but I mean, it's like, that's convenient. You know what I mean? Like, you know, got me thinking real hard about, like, what is the move? Like, what is the move you make? You know what I mean? Like, you keep producing little fucking funny books. Like, you know, what do, what do you do? You know? Amen. Do you like, you know what I mean? Like, you have a little silly critique. Like, what's your angle? What does it mean to live in this environment? You know what I mean? To live in this environment where it's like, bro, we talked about Iran. We didn't even talk about the fucking fires in Australia. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. gotta laugh because it's fucking crazy. They're out there losing animals. We probably never even seen before. Bro, yeah. Like, it's just yeah. on fire. Australia on fire. Whole country. Yeah. Niggas is living in a blade runner without the motherfucking replicants and shit. Ain't that a bitch? We don't even got yeah. no replicants, man. Niggas ain't even got robots. Right. We well, gotta live see, with all the, the stuff without the robots. Here's the thing. Niggas was robots. <laughs> <laughs> well, you yeah. know what I mean, nigga. I want the niggas new niggas. Was, yeah, I, I know want the new niggas. Mean, but like... Yeah, nah, but like niggas was robots. Niggas was new niggas. You know what I mean? Niggas was new humans, right? Well, niggas was subhuman, but like, yeah, niggas was robots, <laughs> literally. You know? Yeah, that's the next book. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how what would change with the art, though. You know how the art's going to change the way content distribution. But you know what? We should save that for the next joint, the next podcast we do in about yeah. a month or so. Yeah, from when you yeah be, from be from, from Europe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. When you be on your RC, be over there, bro. I'm curious what's gonna be happening over there, man. In the belly of the fucking beast. Yeah, you close. Things like, be turning up. Europe needs. Yeah, Europe needs to stop fucking around and like take account for us even being in this fucking space. England. Fucking the Western world needs to fucking own up to all the shit that they did 
that got us to this place. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. not meaning like the whole beef, you know, going back to like who takes the place of Muhammad or whatever. Them niggas drew the lines, bro. Them niggas drawing the yeah, lines yeah. caused a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They drew a lot you of make, make believe lines. Drawing the, <laughs> drawing the lines and also, you know, asserting themselves in a way and like, the United States playing a big hand in making sure that these colonial powers uh, may, you know, lost their colonies in uh, in name only. You know what I mean? Like, but we're still able to um, manipulate, uh, extract resources, um, you know, and maintain that position of power. And that shit is literally just white supremacy. Like, it's, it's literally like, it's like, not literally just, but, you know, white supremacy plays a huge role in that. You know, it is, you know, it's capitalism. It's like, you know, it's, uh, it's, um, and, you know, war capitalism. You know, it's a whole bunch of shit, bro. Like, you know, um, but Europe really needs to be like, you know what? And like, come on, hold each other, you know, to account. You know what I mean? Like, why do they just let us wild the fuck out and do whatever, bro? Like, don't anybody got, I feel like from the inside, I feel like, does anybody have balls to like hold us to account for this? You know what I mean? Like, are we supposed to have like a UN? It's like other, other nations need to hold the United States to account, man. Like, it's fucking crazy. They were the only other nations who do try. They become the bad guys. Or Russia. Hey. And I'm not saying Russia's a hero, but to me, the same, the main thing I'm seeing Putin is saying is like y'all hypocritical as shit. Like y'all yeah. ain't y'all ain't the good guy. You just as bad as I am. And when you look at yeah. it, he's right. Or it's China. It's like they're not. You know, they ain't no angel at all. But they're like, y'all ain't shit. We want to be the big guy now. Y'all got y'all yeah. chance. So I I don't I I don't know. Europe got to deal with its own shit, but it got the immigration shit. And they're going through the same shit we're going, which is basically racist as fuck. And, yeah. and the world's getting hotter, so motherfuckers going to be trying to move up more. And they yeah. don't like that shit. It's happening there first. Yeah, and they front like, you know what I mean? Like, they, like, don't come here. It's like, nigga, they Nigga, y'all got all the money, all the jobs, oh. all the shit, and a better climate. Yeah. You want to talk about don't come here. Y'all was down here for a mad long time. Nigga, yeah. run them, run them houses, bro. Yeah. Yeah, make room. You know. Old ass buildings. All right, bro. Shit. But all right, man. You know, all that money they extracted the building shit too. Give me that <laughs> shit back. Run that shit. Yeah. All right, brother. You know, right, I love you, man. I, you know, it's good talking. I, I hope to uh, talk to you again soon, and hope we have some cool shit to. Share with you, man. Like, yeah, it's good to so. hear all the great stuff happening with you, too. Maybe next time we, you know, I don't know what you want to talk about. You know what I mean? But, like, we'll see. We'll see. Or what you already talked about. Yeah. Real Jesus yeah, yeah. in silence like Giannis. Ayo, you know. Fucking hat like I'm Gilligan. <laughs> Hit Wallace. I just ordered a color and milking the cow with all you niggas uttering, churning the blood. Sensitive niggas crying, stepping in puddles in the new Giannos, nigga. The team I'm assembling, you trembling, we in a circle huddling, fumbling, we coming and tackling your empire, it's Robert Crumbling, one nom, huh, shit is humbling, I'm a fucking Jumbotron, juggernaut, you a jeep.